Listen, I have an idea. An idea. An idea. Whatever today has given you Five eleven headaches still call it Thanksgiving True Welcome to another edition of the Super Duper Podcast. I'm your host, Rob Griggs, here with the super producer, always working as McMahon. Yes. <laughs> What's going on, Rob? How you doing, man? Man, I'm good, my man. How about yourself? I'm doing very well. Glad to be here, man. Absolutely. Glad to be here as well, man. Again, we thank you for checking out the Super Duper Pod. Again, I'm your host, Rob Griggs. We thank you for listening. We do not take your listens lightly. Uh, make sure you follow us on Instagram at Super Duper Pod. It's S-U-P-A-D-U-P-A. P-O-D, and also follow us online at hp53productions.com for our mer her 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 hurts. I'm wearing my Southside DNA hat today. I get a lot of compliments on this hat, man. For real, people people dig it, even Northsiders. So yes, make sir. sure you guys you guys check it out wherever you are. I'm sure there's a Southside somewhere, and the DNA is in you. That sounded weird phrasing. Uh, and also. <laughs> <laughs> on our website, you can check out our content, such as the Easy Smoker GM podcast and our on our Marshall Givens and Kenny Stevenson with the Father Good podcast. I know you guys are off this week, right? As y'all got that more, that PTO time, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll you know, we'll we'll be back uh, early next week. Yeah, and, uh, right. uh, I guess the, the the big news outside of of the NBA playoffs is uh, this whole NIL. Uh, deal and Nick Saban going off on uh, yeah saw that man yeah yeah basically saying that you know hey we're doing it right here at Alabama we don't pay anyone but you know Texas A&M they bought all their players and Jeez. Jackson State of all places gave the gave a guy a million dollars to come there which what we oh, that's the dude who was the number one recruit yeah okay, okay. Oh, that's what Nick Saban was saying that's what Nick Saban was saying. Oh, he hate. He got hate in his blood. That's all hate, that, hate, that hate, 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 hate. That's what it is, man. But uh, make, when they have, whenever they get back from vacation, check out the Easy Smoke and GM podcast. Where, where, hey, I'm y'all, here. Y'all got y'all got PTO days. Like y'all been on the job twenty years. Listen, hey. listen, guys. I'm out for six weeks. Hey, that's what happens when you own the show, man. You know. That's. You, hey, you, I, you I, I guess it want. does, man. You just that's a slave driver with me. You make sure I got my episode up every week, dog. Hey. <laughs> But make sure you check out the content on hp53productions.com. We appreciate you. As is me and you today, man, we'll talk, a few, talk through a few things. So uh, a birthday just passed. Well, you know, as it will come up, I think on the Friday, the 21st, uh, for the notorious B.I.G., better known as Christopher Wallace, man, he would be 50 years old. And big what, big is a, was a Gemini. Yeah, yeah. I did not know that. And, and so what was crazy... Is that you know when we think about Biggie and Pac, you know that they they are always going to be connected, right? I mean that's just how it's going to go. But when we think about them, it's like they were these grown men, right? Because they were the biggest stars in hip hop at the time, right? Most influential, and you know Biggie. I mean, if you if, when you really listen to Biggie rap, it's it's beautiful. It's just how his cadences. How stuff rhyme off the line just is is fantastic, but these guys were so young, man. You know what I'm saying? Twenty four years old, and it's like they were really influencing the world. It feels like, man, and and, and to us they were so much older because we were what 15, 16 years right. old. Right. So you know, you know, you thought forty was old at fifty. You thought forty was dead at our uh, fifteen, sixteen <laughs> years old, man. You know what I'm saying? But now you know how young twenty four is, like. Like when we watch the last dance, you see all that Michael Jordan did. He was a very young man. You know what I'm saying? Like when he had when Nike, he first the Nikes came out and all this influence and power. He's in his what late 20s, you know what I'm saying? With all this power and influence, man. So, you know, it's like that's a lot of pressure on these young. But back to Biggie, I mean, you know, be that's 50th birthday. It's just imagining his, you know, how fast his life went from high school to doing, you know, selling drugs. I'm say doing drugs, selling drugs, to then being, you know, the face of the biggest label, man. You know, and I remember when he died, man. You know, the, as, as uh, you know, on March 9th, I never forget it because Cannabis Line, the greatest rapper of all time, died on March 9th. Uh, you know, it was, it was a really just big deal because Pac, yeah, Pac was killed first, right? Then be yeah. no. 
Pac was here first. Then yeah. Big got shot. As they said, it was retaliation for Big, right? And it was again, car got shot up in LA. Um, and I, you know, I remember it just being like, even though it was East Coast, West Coast, you still felt it in Chicago. Like, you know, even though we're in the middle of it, this is some real stuff. And you know, Biggie only had two albums that came out, man. But it was like, you know, he was the king of rap, the best to do it. Oh, I remember, you he, know, he died before the second album came out. Oh, that's right, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah that came. That's that's very true. Shout before out to my mentor. Death came out. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to my mentor because I was feeling super cool. He uh, worked for. Well, he ended up being the president, but he worked for. I was working for Vibe Magazine at the time. And came up to me with the double disc, like, and it said promotional use only. I was like, "Oh, this is an unofficial." Oh, so you, you got the early, you got I the got early. To, I got the oh, early wow. joint, man. And so you know, and, it, and you got you know, it's, it's funny now because with records, people has put out so much music. Like, I, I was in the barbershop with my boys, and you know, uh, God bless my boys. They play, they played Future's album. You know, what I'm saying, I mean, the unedited version, just. My son was looking at me like I say, you guys, just don't repeat these words. Just keep playing your games, man. Just, you know, I can't tell her what to play. And I'm like, most of this album is boo-boo. You know what I'm saying? Like, most of this is trap. Now, it was a couple of joints. I was like, okay, one, two. I like these. But it's like, I know with uh, Ready to Die, there's so many tracks on there. And it's like, everybody likes a different song on there. You know what I'm saying? Like, Unbelievable is one of my favorite songs, right? Yeah, me too. And, uh, and, 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 and even though... It's one of the more popular songs. Hypnotize is still my jam, just cause like he in this bag just rapping, you know. And, and see, Biggie, right? Those videos, <laughs> they messed us up because we wanted to live that life, right? See, now it's just like visual art videos, right? They're like really artistic. It's you know, it's like these mirrors and they. Then it was like, nope, the prettiest girls you can find are yeah. all in this video in a hot tub the dopest cars you got yeah. you know gucci you shirts drive a, drive, you, a, uh, drive a bentley backwards 90 miles an hour all right, right and it's funny you know what i'm saying i was just to Monty jones one day he was like you could tell how hip-hop is growing about how the cars have grown like you know they talking about bentley's and ferraris now but back then it was like acuras <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> lexus as a high-end toyota and it's like that that was the car that everybody wanted. He was like, uh, Diddy's butt would not besmirch Alexis right now. You know what I'm saying? That, that was hilarious. <laughs> but yeah, it's like, you know, that was the big budget thing. Think about those big budget videos, dog. How crazy, like the whole TRL, big announcement. You got to sit down and watch. I never forget when R. Kelly and uh, Jay-Z's Fiesta came out. And the men, me and she just out to the boss at college, just waiting for the video. Watching the video, it's like most of the money was on the trip. You know, on the trip to get there. You know, what I'm saying the video is probably like twelve dollars to spend. It was, it was getting everybody, all the girls, all the liquor, all the hotels on the plane, man. My, that was that. It's funny man. you bring that up. My one of my favorite videos of all time is uh, is uh, the roots. What they do. Oh wow! Oh, because they kind of make it fun of those videos. Make fun of the videos. Y'all heard <laughs> you know. Biggie was mad at them about that, man. Yeah, <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, you know, but they had the cat. They were in the house. You know, this big mansion. And the, the caption goes, "This house is rented for the day." <laughs> <laughs> you know, but you, they popping bottles, and it's really ginger ale. <laughs> but, that, but that's funny because it's like that was what. I think now we talk about it, but back then it was like, this is like, well, I feel like them bad boys, they were living their life. Diddy seems like that's a guy. This is the life I'm living for real. But it, it would you say that Diddy and Biggie ushered in that kind of, because that kind of, you know, like have this lifestyle, you know, get this money, that kind of stuff. Because think about it. And of course, we're doing this off the top of our heads. We're not, there's nothing this is really like, you know, we didn't study this. But I remember before that, it was kind of like gangster rap, right? Super rap like Onyx, all them cats, whatever, right? Just super hardcore, and and it wasn't, and you know, LL Cool J was still doing his thing, but it was like he was really the only one who was like, I'm, you know, lavish. But it wasn't like you know, well, no, opulence. LL really wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't right, right. It wasn't. No, no, that's, that's what I'm saying. It, it was, it was just like I got your, I'm gonna get your girl. That's it. Right, that, you know, right, like, right. That truck at the party. It don't matter. I got your girl. But I feel like, and I think most of it was like, my, it was like mob like. But I think Diddy and Bit well, more Biggie through, you know, Diddy through Biggie kind of brought that whole like, nah, this, this, that ghetto hip hop, ghetto, ghetto fabulous. 
lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? It's this how we do popping bottles, Sean Don, right, Don, right. you know, all that stuff. Again, Sean Don, they wouldn't pay, they wouldn't sip that stuff anymore. It's like <laughs> I brush my teeth with that. <laughs> um, but yeah, and it's like then all of a sudden, right? You could you could probably draw a straight line from the hypnotized video straight to money and a thing, which is one of my jams. <laughs> like that era had me. Just think about how all we thought about was money, trying to get cash, and just like, you know, living this life in the club. That literally, that's all it was, man. Money, so, you know, cash, we, cars, we, clothes. And, and it's like, and that's all, it's like, you know, we talk about these young people now, at least they trying to, you know, you know, make more know the rules. We was trying to get some paid, man, get paid. That, that rap video life, wearing uh, business casual in the club, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Button down shirts, spending all our money on bottles i never forget again shout out to she's the boss we were at our college homecoming i think she's and i had we were the two we had pretty good jobs like everybody else was like a teacher or something like that shout out to the teacher y'all need to be paid more so all my teachers listening uh you know y'all need to be paid billions of um, billions of dollars but you know we go back and and they were like yeah we're gonna buy a bottle of crystal right because that was the choice of liquors according to biggie and all those guys and um we get, we go to the, to the bar, to the, to the spot, the liquor store. I can't say the liquor store. It's like a buck 20. So, you know, me and D paid like a probably like 80, we put $80. We think we balling. Everybody else gave us like five, five, five. So we gave you a drink according to your, uh, your dollar purchase. <laughs> you get five, five dollar. There you go. There's your sip. You know what I'm saying? And then I never forget D and I drank. We were like, we got Chris Star. It was like, this stuff is nasty. This ain't really be drinking this in the videos. Can't do it, man. <laughs> uh, but you know, they big Biggie had a big impact, man. You know, when they talk about the greatest of all time, you know, my my greatest is, is Nas J. Uh, but you know, it really they boil it down to you, Biggie or Pac fan. And I mean, you know, Pac is influential, but Biggie is a better rapper. Right? Y'all, y'all can shoot shots at the podcast. That's just how I feel. How you feel is. Mm. Oh boy. Oh boy. Y'all should see his face. Biggie a better ooh. That's hard, man. How's it hard? Then Pac, hard. dude, Pac ain't. Pac is like, Pac is very, is, is powerful, it's motivational. But like, if you listen to Hypnotize, I encourage everybody to listen to Hypnotize, not just the hook, Biggie, 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 I know you know that for words. Listen to how he rapping. Trust me. And that's off the top. It's ill. You acting like, like Pac didn't have lyrics. And I'm not, I was, I was not the biggest, biggest Pac fan out there, but he had lyrics, man. I mean, I no, well, no, 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 no. Pac was like a hip hop preacher almost in terms of like, you know, he's He's telling you about the times, right? It's like, and, and, it's, and it's passionate, you know what I'm saying? And it's just like, you know, he just knew how to really get into it. Biggie's like, was really lining it up. Like again, S Cargo, my cargo, 150, swiftly. Wreck it by a new one. My crew, your crew run, 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 your crew run, run. Oh, that's cold, dog. I mean, that, that's stupid right there, man. Come on, man. Uh, this part, uh, it's a better mation. Been the better see and I get it. Been the better to me. That's two right there all day. Every every living dog. Child to pot. Rest in peace. But <laughs> I, my, my, my pick is Biggie, man. Uh, but what, what do you think Biggie be doing now, man? Uh, I think he's still been the game. Yeah. He's still been the game. Uh, mm. You know, the. Um, I think James Brown said it. You, you. Oh no, 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 no. Q-Tip said it. I don't know why. I said it's that. like James Brown. <laughs> I was like, but I think Q-Tip. I think Q-Tip. I, but I think Q-Tip. Q-Tip got it from James Brown. Okay. That you know. You <laughs> I was do, like, "Big, don't take no mess." You do this to death. Wow. You do it to the end. There's no. There's no retiring. I mean, yeah, well, cause well, cause so I remember Biggie. I, I I was thinking about this. I think Biggie would have been like on some weight loss journey. He'd be like, you know, way slimmer now. You know what I'm saying? We'll be calling Christopher Wallace. I honestly think we'll think about it. He had Junior Mafia, right? That was his kind of he was trying to find artists. I was thinking he and Diddy might have been partners in, you know, 
bad boy or some like larger label. You know what I'm saying? Like, I really feel like them together would have been like, this is the label we own. This is what we have. So I agree with you. Like, I feel like Pac probably would have got out of music. You know what I'm saying? A la Will Smith. Um, you know what I'm saying? Bit probably been into acting and whatever else. But I think to your point, Biggie still would have been nice. in music. But I think still he would have been, been like I I now the question, my question would be where where is everyone else? Where is Jay? What? Well, you know, Jay Jay said it in his last song with Pusher, Ho was always gonna be ho. Huh? I mean, that's what he said. I, I mean, because I don't know. You, I mean, you don't know? I don't know about that. I mean, because if you figure, if you figure I mean, life sure, after I'm, death, go ahead. I'm sure reasonable doubt would have would have would have, you know, would have been what it what it what it was, but mm-hmm. would he have risen to the level with 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 big there? I don't I don't know. Well, that's hard to say because I mean, you know, for what it's worth, Jay Z got some jams. You know what I'm saying? Now the thing is, <clears throat> to your point, Jay Z is very similar. Well, I don't. Okay, you know how they, they they make the argument about Michael Jordan? Some of the reason why he's great because he had no peers, right? It's like he had no real comp. They say he had real real competition, right? That's why his his goat. Uh, status isn't really that great and LeBron has all his rivals which I still don't believe but I feel like you can apply that to Jay like Biggie would have been a a big well he has Nas right Jay has Nas but I'm saying outside of that because let's be real Nas has some ups and some dips right it's like now Nas putting out some really solid records it's like this is why he was considered one of the greatest at those times but he had some dips of like yo Nas what are you putting out but you know Jay was just like yeah ain't nobody beating Jay and I think Jay maybe and I don't want to say this disrespectfully but maybe respectfully stop trying as hard because it was like oh I got it I figured it out you know what I'm saying who else is who else is really better than me right now you know what I'm saying and so like I think, and so maybe it's a counterpoint. Maybe Biggie was alive. Jay Z might might have had some even more stellar songs. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause that's it's like, very true. Yeah, it's like that's I I, I gotta be I gotta be better than Big because I know Big coming. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I know because really for for a time it was like yo, nobody's catching Jay. It's just like they they not. No, I mean, until until Nas put out Ether. Really, it's like not. It was truly it was uh it was Nas's first joint. First, first uh, album, and then it was like he got hits, but it wasn't like the first one. And then it he t- it took him a minute to find a stride. So I think if Biggie was alive, maybe- well, it's hard. It's it's hard to uh, to beat one of the greatest freshman albums. We have a freshman album like yeah, that. that's hard to that's do, hard, man. It's hard to come back. I mean, it's all because the same argument to people make people always say, What would Aaliyah be? Well, no, if Aaliyah was still alive, was if Aaliyah was alive, would Beyonce be as popular? And I'm like, Yeah. <laughs> yes, Beyonce was always gonna make it, man. You know what I'm saying? So I, I think again, it just would have been like driving people to be more. And Aaliyah was going into movies then. You know, Wait, let me point. let me think. Let me think about that one. Okay. Huh? Because Destiny's Wait, Destiny's Child was still was still together at that point. Right? Yeah, because I think Crazy in Love. Actually, let me go look that up right now. Crazy in Love came out like oh. Five, oh six, something like that. But I guess what's what you thinking about? I'm trying to think. Would 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 Aaliyah still being in the game? Would that have altered what what Beyonce would have done? But I guess not. There's uh, I think no, there's enough there's enough room. Yeah. So um, this so the man listen because listen, dog. When when Crazy in Love came out, it was it's like yo Beyonce looked like a dream. That came so dangerously in love. So 2003, that album was released. So the song was released in May 14, 2003. Oh, my dad's birthday. But then um, the album was released later that year, man. So yeah, and Aaliyah died the year before. <clears throat> I, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because uh, see, so I mean, I like to say that album was coming. You know what I'm saying? No matter what, and it was gonna be what it is. Uh, but I think back back to Biggie and Jay. I think Jay, it just would have he probably just would have made some more. And they, I, you know, they would they had plans to be. I think it was called the commission. They were gonna make some super group. You know what I'm saying? So they, I think they would have pushed each other. I think Jay probably would have been putting out some just different. It just would have been like, nah, I really got to do it. But now he doesn't really have. He didn't have to because he's cat. You know. He once he got to you know the super producers once he found Yay and Pharrell, it was over. It's over. 
You know what I'm saying? You can tell when he really trying. It's like, I'm really trying. It's, it's not even close. And you can tell he, he mailed it in because, you know, we're going to buy it. You know what I'm saying? Like his concerts. Shout out to Jay. Uh, <laughs> but definitely, man, um, I know Biggie had a big impact. And, you know, even though for us, it's like, you know, 50th birthday and, uh, you know, we think about his legacy and that we love his music. You know, mom still lost her son. Uh, and I'm sure that's still, still not easy. And, you know, even shout out to Faith Evans and the son they had together. Like they lost the father and the husband at the time, man. So, uh, you know, but we, we thank Biggie and the Bad Boy for those. Man, Bad Boy was the label. Bad Boy was the label. It's like you want to be on Bad Boy, man. Yeah, for uh, but shout out. good. What was that? Good five, six it was, years. It was for a minute, man. Yeah. I didn't go. Shout, shout out to the broski. He went to the uh, that Biggie, that Bad Boy's 25th Bad anniversary Boy. concert. I heard it yeah. was crazy. I heard it yeah. was insane, man. I made a playlist of uh, Bad Boy records. Just to, you know, I, just, I was just, just, I could find them, just put them on a the playlist. It's like, that thing hit. You can get, get some good cleaning done to that joint, man. He had, uh, let's see, and, and just back to back to back, he had the, uh, Craig Mack, Big came out, uh, The Locks. Shoot, Diddy Cole. stuff. I mean, his stuff, you know what I'm saying? Well, his stuff came after after big i'm just no, but that's you know. but that's what i'm saying like you know all like you know total 112 when mace hit, 112 it was like, yeah, yeah yeah mace hit it was like yo what is happening yeah. you know faith faith evans who i don't know if you know this dude i got the biggest crush on faith evans ever tell you that i have the hugest crush really? on faith evans oh my god since since i've been in high school dog i don't know what it is biggest crush on faith evans man i got every album known backwards and forwards yeah 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 yeah, yeah. love faith evans man uh, sorry, Biggie. But uh, yeah, man, <laughs> shout out to Biggie, his legacy, uh, you know, just happy. Again, two albums, man. Two albums. Still considered one of the greatest of all time because those two albums hit. Like, yeah. What's your favorite song off Ready to Die, man? Off of Ready to Die? Yeah. Um, probably Unbelievable. Yeah, that's a jam, dog. That's a jam. Rapping, um, dog. Rapping, rapping. I mean, um, one, you know, uh, one more chance remix. Again, I, I, I talked about the Broski more than once tonight, but when Broski had his Pontiac Grand Dam in high school, me, him, and this dude named Ken was driving downtown to Lakefront, you know, at Navy Pier to see to see the ladies, and we driving down, blasting one more chance on repeat, dog. And it was like you walking outside on Grand Avenue, every car is playing it. I, I mean, true. I really want to know how many times, if that was streaming, like that had to hit a billion because it was like it was everywhere. Every other song on the radio, yeah. that song was jammed, dog. Oh, man. All right. Rest in peace, Vicky, man. So, another story is so talking to a guy, shout out to my man, Daryl. He put me onto the story. He lives in Florida and we were just talking about some stuff. I actually going to get him on the pod real soon, God willing. Um, and he's from, he lives in Florida. He was telling me about a story uh, just about, you know, Florida living, you know, Florida people be wilding and about the Florida governor is banning some books uh, from the library. And uh, so just real quick, a portion of sweeping new legislation impacting Florida schools allows parents to have more input on what materials are available to students, including which books should be allowed on media center shelves. Um, so then they had a list of these books, you know, it's by like four, it was a list of 10 books. I won't read them all. You can find this on, uh, you can Google this. If you want to look at the ledger and actually ended up a total of 19 books that people were removing. So some for like, you know, mentioning sexuality, you know, maybe some things about, uh, homosexuality or what have you, maybe about race, what have you kind of, and then they coupled this with the whole critical race theory that people try to remove from schools. And then it, it begs the question about, you know, here's the thing. It doesn't just stop at these books, right? You start banning one book, you start banning them all, right? And uh, I think the guy there we were talking about, I guess in some places that, that people talk about banning the Bible from the library. It's like, yo, what are we doing? You know what I'm saying? It's like, if we going to ban, we can ban anything. And that's, and that's where stuff gets crossed up. That's why, again, the women's right, you know, we're talking about the, um, the 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 banning of women's rights to choose a, abortion right 
Yes, that's about women's bodies. That's the most important thing, right? And the secondary thing is just, if you start banning that, what else are you going to start banning? You know what I'm saying? Like, what else, what else are you going to start telling people they can and can't do? That's that's the slippery slope. People are getting short-sighted and stuff. Shout out to my church, Progressive. They, you know, they ask the question, you know, you can choose what size you own, but what you going to do when these kids get here? How are you going to help them? That's another, that's another topic for another day. But back to this, man, it's like, you know, who's really being censored? And why, why does this person get to choose what books are or are not on the shelf. You know what I mean? Like when I when it, when he was telling me the story, I just was sitting back like, ain't that what four Fahrenheit 451 is about? It's like they burning books and, and keeping books. I mean, we're really gonna end up there. Like some of the stuff is true and it's and it's wild. Like you guys know I love the chipmunks. And I take them to the library every other week, right? I give them two weeks to reread. They all get books. We read them for two weeks and then take them right back, right? And it's like just and, and they can learn so much from a book like the library is such a very important place to me, to my children. I worked in the library in, in college, but I don't know if you knew that. That's why I love it so much. But it's like all these books, all this knowledge that, you know, a lot of people don't take advantage of. Right. That's free stuff. So you can learn about anything, get it for free, anything there. And here we have a state. That's banning books. I mind you, it's from school and media center, but again, this would I'm, I'm afraid it'll trickle into everywhere that's public, right? Where you can get these books and you can't make these things. And it just doesn't make sense, man, because at some point, at some point, it won't stop. And it'll always be a reason to ban something else, man. So guys, keep, again, this is why, what do we say all the time is, this is why elections matter, folks. So wait, Because so when you... Yeah. So, so is he banning them just from like classroom use or or is so, it from the from libraries, bookstores? Is that so here? So from what I'm reading, so uh, in March, the, the Brevard County chapter of Miles for Liberty provided Brevard public schools with a list of 10 books found in local school libraries that the organization organization says violate Florida statute against providing obscene materials to minors. So then what they're saying is. You know, the whole complaint is these books had to be removed, like from libraries and from schools. Yeah. And and, and, the, and what they're giving are examples from different counties, like every county has a different list of books. This is in Florida, different right. list of books that they're saying, like, hey, these books shouldn't be, you know, in this library. This book shouldn't be in the school. So the, the governor's kind of going along. This, and that's what I'm saying. Each county, if they come up with enough books, you add them all together. It's like a whole section yeah. of books are gone. Yeah. Essentially, there's a there's a group. I, I saw a group here that was trying to uh, to ban To Kill a Mockingbird mm -hmm. from schools. I don't know. Did you did you guys read read that? I, in, uh, I did. I read it. In the, in I read. It, I, well, I ain't gonna lie. I was I was very good at skimming. So I know I read it. I I, I don't remember much about did it. Did you watch the movie? No, nah, I didn't watch the movie. No, I didn't watch the movie. Okay. No. The, Basically covered everything. Got an A on the mm -hmm. test. But, <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Ez. But uh, no, but seriously though, um, I mean the book is you know it's it, um, it was a book that was written in the nineteen, I believe the nineteen fifties, mm -hmm. um, and it's about a, uh, a black man that is um, that is falsely accused of. Uh, of raping a a white woman, mm -hmm. right? And uh, oh yeah, I mean, it's just starts to come back to me. Like truly, I read that book once, and that was it. But go ahead, go ahead. yeah. And so you know, it uses you know uses uses the M word, and you know, um, I mean, it talks about this is this happened in the South, so obviously you know there's some you know some racial things you know going on um, in this book, and you and there are parents that are trying to I guess shield their kids you know, high school age kids from, from reading this book. And I'm like, well, this may be something that kids today should read just to, to have an understanding of what things were like, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. in, 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 in Jim Crow times, you know? Yeah. See, and, and, I, I, and I know the, the movement comes from like, you know, things are hypersexualized and kids are exposed to a lot of stuff, which is true. That, that I agree with, right? Things are hypersexualized. Kids do have access to things that they don't understand or can't comprehend sexually. However, banning these books to the point you just made was I think is an excellent point. That's what people got to become parents, right? 
And like, again, shout out to Progressive Baptist Church. One of the pastors was talking about in Bible study about like, you know, one thing church doesn't talk about a lot with kids is sex, right? Because like, we can't talk about sex. So we get church and it's like, but then the kids are learning about it from somewhere, like playground, you know, it's cousins, whatever. So you might as well tell them at least the stuff, you know what I'm saying? Right, before they right, hear. right. And, so, and, so, and, and to the point you were making, why shouldn't we talk about this? People's using the N-word. People are racist. People, you know, people are talking about sex. People are sexual. People have same-sex marriages. Like, you know, you might as well explain this stuff now, what this means now, you know what I mean? And, and what that is. And so now I, think, I think because it comes into this lens where it's like, we can't, you have to shield these children from it. Then you're now raising children who are unaware of the world around them. You know what I'm saying? Um, and, and again, I, I, I don't, I don't, ju- you know, you expose your children what you deem is good for them, as you should. That's your job as a parent. But the thing is, you can't, your job as a parent is to, is to make sure you guard what comes into your house and not, right? But then to ban this book, you know, be it is, has some racism stuff or what have you, because it's, it's not good for you, then you shouldn't, they don't bring that book to your house, right? right? Or have a different conversation about this is what's in this book. I don't like this because of this, you know what I'm saying? Like explain to the child what you don't like, because now you're keeping it from them. They're going to find out about it anyway. And then I tell you they're ready because I know you don't like it. No, you can, you can, you can, act. I think, you know, we've gotten away from being able to say, you know what, I don't agree with that, but this is why, but I hear your side. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. We've gotten away from that. Like, okay. And I think a lot of times that's what an English class was supposed to be. Like, this is about a story you probably never have read before and never understand. It's like, oh, people really did. This is true. I never heard about this. Yeah, this yeah. is a true story or what have you. You know, it gives you some perspective about people. But I think this stuff is going overboard. And in the name of people trying to be righteous, they're actually being the opposite of righteous, man. You know, and, uh, you know, there, there are ways there are ways to still have whatever standards you have for your life and whatever beliefs you have for your life, but still be able to live in this world that we have with everybody where, you know, this everybody is here together. You know what I'm saying? And, and banning these books don't do nothing but then create children who don't understand there's a world bigger than what they see and bigger than what's around them. Like that's something I just, I want for the chipmunks to understand like, that the world is bigger than what you see outside and what you see it with your family. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's way more out there. And you, and I, I would rather you know about it and navigate it from that standpoint of like, oh, dad talked about this. Mom told me about this. You know, Uncle Ez mentioned this last time, you know what I mean? Versus it's like, I never knew. And now you are confused or saying something crazy outside. You know what I mean? Cause it's right. different than what you what you already know. So, pray for Florida. Florida's wild, man. Florida's wild. Yes, sir. Even though I'll still go to Miami uh, today, if you was ready to go, like I'll be on the first day smoking. Hey, bro. let's go. Let's do this. Uh, so, kind of a sad story is. So, we all know about the shooting in Buffalo, the mass killing in Buffalo, the domestic terrorism because we don't call it what it is on the Super Duper Pie, the domestic terrorism that happened in Buffalo. You know, as it, it pains me when I see the, you know, the picture of the guy getting walked peacefully uh, to jail. Because you and I have talked a lot about police brutality and police killings on this pod, man. Mm-hmm. Talked about it a lot. And a lot of it is the police, the policeman or woman fear for their life, Right. And it was like, I thought he or she had this, or I thought they were doing this. I thought they were doing that. Now, here, guy, you know what he was doing. Uh, you know what he did. And he, you still gave enough decency for him to be walked out peacefully. Uh, so that's just, and I'm off my soapbox. But the New York AG is launching an investigation into Twitch 4chan and discord over the buffalo shooting saying the shooter used each service to plan and execute the uh, acts of hate the uh, new york ag is letitia james is a black woman um so just a couple this is real quick this is off of mashable.com one of my favorite sites so twitch discord 4chan and 8chan all played a role in the white supremacist mass shooting in buffalo this weekend according to the shooter himself New York Attorney General Letitia James wants to know exactly what role each one played. Um, so on Wednesday, James announced in a tweet that she was launching an investigation to these four platforms, as well as any other online space 
that was used by the shooter to carry out his attack that left 10 people dead and three more injured. So, you know, go ahead. So what did, what did he do on the social media sites? So, you know, I think he just was kind of on there, like saying, this is what I'm going to do. This is where I'm going to go, what I look for. It's kind of like, did you see the Batman? I haven't seen it yet, no. Okay, so the, yeah, so in the Batman, it's wild because it's actually a scene where I don't want to give it away. I don't want to give it away for you, but there's a scene where social media is involved in a in a in a deadly attack. That okay. sounds very similar to this, um, you know. So here we go. Is again, um, the gunman released a 180 page document sharing his belief in a right wing white supremacist conspiracy theory known as the Great Replacement. Um, also included were details about how he planned to carry out his attack. According to the shooter, he was radicalized on 4chan in 2020. That website has previously been used by other white supremacist mass shooters in order to disseminate their manifestos prior to their attacks. The, the shooter in Buffalo says he also used HN to share what he was plotting. Along with those two French websites, the shooter also used two popular mainstream services, the live streaming platform Twitch and Discord, a community chat service. Logs released from the shooter's private Discord channel show that he had used the platform as a diary sharing thoughts that would turn into fatal reality just this past weekend. Some of his Discord messages were originally posted months ago. So essentially, he's posting to people and posting, I'm going to do this. This is how I feel about Black people. This this is how I would do the attack, yada, yada, yada. On these and public forums. And he was never, never reported? Never flagged. Never reported, uh, never flagged. And then pretty much went out with him. Well, let me, so add, add, okay, so just read, let me just read this one more oh, line. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, as, go ahead. As, as for Twitch, the shooter used a streaming service to broadcast his act on video live across the internet. The stream lasted for 10 minutes. Yikes. So is it is it Twitch's job to monitor everything that is on on their site? To Well, well, that's, that's the story. So bring it back to what we talked about last week with Trump and uh, what's my man? I'm just calling him Husk. Elon Musk has purchased of uh, <laughs> Elon Musk put his must purchase of Twitter, right? His whole thing is he was gonna reverse the ban of Trump because it 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 Twitter's supposed to be a place of you know all di- types of thoughts, right? Right. But right. now, so but at the, but again, the, that's why he had to be banned because he incited a riot. Now here you go, my man, right here. So to answer your question, yes, I think they should because. When it happens, then who's liable? I mean, he said it on your channel that he was going to do X, Y, and Z. If you guys had some kind of policy to be checked, I mean, they, they no, put, I, they put, I agree. They put people, I, I I, think, Instagram jail all the time. But go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say I, I think it should it should be monitored. Yeah, you're right. All the people, all the people I see in Facebook jail. That's just <laughs> man. That's be like what you do. Say like, what you, what, <laughs> what is, I know. What can you say? Like, it's, it's like what did you say? What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, man, I follow you, bro. I, I don't know what you did. I, man. I, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I've, I don't think I've come up with any, you know, anything even close to being, you know, arrested by the by the Facebook police. But I don't, I don't know. That's, that's hey, me, but. Yeah, I'm, I, yeah, man. I don't know what's going on. But, yeah. you know, you got inactivity on your page. If, if, if that's, that's true. That's else, it's, like, it's like he's he's clearly been had guys. Move it along. That's not him. <laughs> that's, last that's not last him. post 2014. <laughs> that's not him. Yeah. Uh, this podcast and everything. Don't worry about him. Guys. <laughs> cool. but, no, but, but, but no, but no. Yeah, I guess, I guess, yeah. Um, I guess they should be held responsible for that. Especially if 10 minutes that's 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 a long time and then also you know what though this might be controversial but i feel like the people who also were watching it and said nothing you know what i'm saying it's it should be some culpability as well i mean that might be a stretch but dog on it man you witness this you watching this stuff and you ain't saying hey it's a guy unless you too were you know open to well, this was type it, of activity? Well, I was gonna say, was it a public uh, public forum or was it one of those private uh, rooms? Like I know I'm in, I'm in a sports group on on Facebook that's a private. No one can see what's being posted in there, but but the, the people, people who are, but that's what I'm but that's what I'm saying. The people that are in there, right? You see, what I'm saying like how many of y'all in that sports group? I have no clue. So, it's but, thousands. But, okay, so so say if say if he was in a hundred and it was a guy on there, he said, I'm on live stream beating my wife. 
yeah. and he beating his wife, and a hundred people said nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. y'all just and and, and it's, it shows you watching it. You know what I'm saying? But nobody called the police. Nobody even del- nothing. No comments of "Hey, man." You know what I'm saying? Nothing. That 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 should be. You see what I'm saying? That's the yeah. point I'm making. I got, it's like, I got you. There. It's like nah, dog. You know, everybody should uh, you know. So and and I think that's something you talk about psychology class a lot. Just I can't think of the theory, but it's always like that somebody will somebody else will take care of it. Like there was a, a case of a woman who was attacked outside of an apartment building in New York and people were home. Everybody watched it happen and they saw her get killed outside because everybody thought somebody, somebody else was else going was to make home. a call. Yeah. Right. Or somebody else's call. That's why ever since I learned that, man, I just make, I, I just either go outside or make a call or say something because I know that assumption that people, you know. Somebody call 911 or somebody. No, no, no. I'd rather two people call. If somebody called, good. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, I think maybe in that case, somebody thought, oh, maybe, maybe Twitch is gonna, you know, bring them down. Somebody and nobody did, unless they were they were in agreement with what he said. Yeah, watch the Batman, because it's actually part of the, this, this what we're talking about is on is literally in the part in the Batman. Okay. It's wild. It's definitely wild, man. But you know, I hope uh, the AG Letitia James, she's kind of cute, by the way. Letitia James, you know, takes it. You know, takes it. <laughs> I, know, I got a problem. I love him. I got a problem. <laughs> we, this has been highly established. Wait, I, I have to see uh, now. Wait a minute. Ain't no baby. No, she all right looking. She all right looking. Shout out to you know uh, what, what they what they call her the, the uh, grand rising queen. You know what I'm saying? But no, but uh, definitely, I hope she could get to the bottom of it. And and I know this might change the way we do things and when people disagree about social media being, um, you know, not as fun anymore. But stuff like there has to be this can't continue on. Social media is too influential. Right. Social media is too impactful. It's too engaging because this is the other side of it. Yeah, you can release new music. You can make songs pop. You know what I'm saying? But when people want to do stuff like this, right? I mean, they were catching gangs like this for a while in Chicago, right? People were throwing up, throwing up uh, gang activity and, and like beating up people and the, and the, and the police were looking at Facebook and catching yeah. people left and right. It's like, you dummies, you big dummy. They got you on a, now your whole name, they can find you, dog. Are you serious? That's why I just put pictures of my kids up, man. That's it, that's it, that's all, dog, straight up. But uh, again, rest in peace to everybody, and that was uh, affected by the, the the shootings in Buffalo. And you know, if your family were affected, praying for you, uh, praying just you know that you guys can get through this tough situation, and just for the city of Buffalo, man. And honestly, if I be doing that, praying for the city of Chicago, it's just wild out there, dog. It's uh, it's wild, man. I, I you know, my mother would always say. Yeah, it's just getting hot, but you know, the streets get hotter. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and it's like they get crazy, man. It's just, it's how it goes. Let's hope we have a safe summer, dude, because uh, it's, it ain't even officially, it ain't warm consistently was, yet. Yeah, and they already, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like it ain't even like all the way warm. And it's like, you know, where do you go at night now? You know what I mean? Going downtown is not stuck, but you know, we can talk about that another day, man. But on a lighter note, as we, we'll end it with this, man. You know, I talked about this before, but I'm going to pick a side, bro. Uh, Uno versus Spades. Which one do you pick, my man? If you could have to pick between one of those games, Uno versus Spades, what you got? It depends on the situation. Okay. Uh, got to pick one, man. Uh, if we're at a family-friendly function, <laughs> okay, we go Uno. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm talking, you know, you can let the kids in, you know. We can have a good time, but uh, if we're at an adults-only party, you 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 leave kids' games with the kids. <laughs> we're playing spades. Nah, man. Let's nah. go. Nah, man. See, so I'll go on every time, and that's I, I, I can play. Spades, and you better right? find the right spades. partner. I'm good at spades because it's 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 all math. So I could do that. I can knock that out. But here's my thing why Uno is better than space, right? I'm, I'm getting killed by the black police. They call, they're looking at my card right now. I'm sure it's under investigation. Uh, but it, that for the reason you just said, it's a diverse game. Like you can play it all kind of ways. It's, it it's usually just ends up fun. 
Spades always ends up with somebody moving furniture. You know what I'm saying? It's like somebody mad, man. <laughs> like without no. families, families getting broken up. You play, you know, you, you and your partner probably they probably marry a married couple. Now they gotta go home fighting over some cards. Come on, man. Take this Uno. Take this Uno card out. Uno and out. You uh, did. I've seen some Uno fights too now, you know. What? Yeah, absolutely. Wow. People, people putting six draw twos down, you know. Well, see that's that's them stupid rules, man. You get so that, that's you know that, that so that is that is that is a drawback. Fighting over owner, rules. Right? That so that's a drawback of owner because again, it's like I always how we say, play. Go, we we I play every game I play, and and Uno has a uh, has a rule book that were made by the Parker brothers, mm-hmm. right? Right. <laughs> yeah. The Parker brothers intended the game to be played. The way they said it to be played, and that's the way it should be played. So all the whole, you know, putting down, you know, ten draw twos, draw twenty, draw twenty. You're right, like, dog, right, for real? Right. <laughs> Six I don't like skips, that. Well, that's that's aggressive, know. man. No, you can't that's do aggressive. that. That's aggressive. Now I play, I play, I play. Well, if, if, if somebody plays a seven, you got to switch hands with the person to the left. If you play with if you play a zero, the Parker brothers the didn't make that back. rule. That, that's a made up hood <laughs> rule. Hey, hey, man, I'm from the hood. So, but I'm telling you, man, it's uh, that's why I love Uno, it's such a diverse game. But you are right, the drawback is there's so many rules. If not, I play, I used to play silent Uno with my cousins. Shout out to my cousins, I love all you guys now because since my cousins are on my mama's side, they can't stop talking, <laughs> like they would always. So, apparently, with silent Uno, the only thing you could say was Uno. And Uno and out. So you couldn't ask whose turn, you know, and the color. Like, so if you put it out a while, you could you could say blue. Literally all you could say. But no other talking? No other talking. But that's I don't like that either. Point. I like the talk. No, oh, oh, it's intense. It's intense. Because the thing is, you know, of course, you got to you gotta really watch the board. And you got you to gotta play silent Uno with a lot of people. Because, you know, if it's going around... You really got to be paying attention. If you mess around, you'll know if it reversed or what the color changed to, you know what I'm saying, or what happened. So and every time you say something, you get two cards. You never heard of that, man? No. Sorry, I don't know. No. <laughs> Y'all made that up. No, nah, man. Y'all Listen, made that but up. Not, but so, but again, but, no, but so with spades, again, my thing is cards are supposed to be fun. Spades is, it always. Spades is up. extremely fun. It, it always ends up in some fight. It all, it's it's all stressful. You know, saying people can't go fun. to sleep. You know what I mean? You can't stop playing spades. Like, dog, I, rem- I remember having a great spades game at, at one of your parties. Oh yeah, man! Shout out to my hot top. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh man! Oh yeah, I remember that night, man. Long. Yeah. Well, we, we were babies. I, I had to a washing machine. I was also a dryer. That took six hours. <laughs> Six hours of wash and dry. <laughs> Never do that, folks. Never get a wash a combo wash and dry from Italy ever again. I had to buy a part for that. They cost me three hundred dollars. Like this, I could just buy a new dryer. This is what I actually doing. thought. I thought that was ingenious, man. You you wash and dry at the same time. Yes, I could. I could only wash and dry like three shirts at a time, and I had to put it in there before I left for work. Hoping it's ready when I get back home. Like there still was a chance it might not be dry when I got home. You did. It was like. I, that was my emergency thing. Like, oh, I forgot to wash this. Let me throw it in there real quick. That's yeah, I got to I, I got to wash a dryer, but I still got to go to the laundromat. Yeah, yeah, this is the worst. Shout out to my parents. I was at their house. Like, can I use your washing machine? Thanks. <laughs> so sorry to say. Yeah, the chip bus came. Your own? Yeah, the chip bus came. I threw that thing out. It's like, what, what, what are we doing? This is, let's just get this thing out of here. <laughs> now, nah, my my pick is Uno, man. But I'm sure the folks will comment or. Call me or text uh, me Sp- on Instagram. Hey, college days, man. That was man. Spades, spades was was it? Every party, yeah. yeah. Every spades par- game. Every party. Out. Every Seriously? party. That's. Yeah. I mean, that's, house, that's party. I'm house party. House okay, party. I'm like, probably like, I'm like, no, we wasn't playing. Like, no. We wasn't was like, playing spades at the at the. At the party party. At the party, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So at somebody's house, somebody's we weren't. Dorm. We weren't at the at the hall. Uh, I'm like, wait a minute. I'm talking about house parties. No, I'm talking about house parties, man. And see, and the thing is that, you know, my school, they didn't play space that much. Like, you know, the black people who went there knew how to play space. I think, and then, man, I mentioned we played a space tournament there. But, uh, you know, it's just like, it was like a lot of de- different games. And Uno was just something that mostly everybody knew how to play. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that's, that's what it was, too. Uno is more inclusive. 
twice. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you, you, I, you can get Uno. One or two rounds, you got. Now I you think got. back, you would have been kicked out of the party had you had you brought a Uno deck in. That, that, that's it. That's it. See, see, you would have lost. You you would have lost your card right there. See, we 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 were inclusive campus. You All know privileges saying? taken from you. Dag man, dag. I got now. I got to come back. No, I I'm Steve. Yeah, Robert's gone. He did. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you guys for checking out the Super Duper Pod. Uh, I'm Rob Griggs. Just the super producer as McMahon. And we thank you for checking us out. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Super Duper Pod. It's S U P A D P A P O D. And also follow us at HP53Productions.com. And before we go, let me just say make sure you're spending real quality time with your loved ones. Make sure you let them know that you love them, that you care. Uh, you know, make sure you mem- memorialize in the moments that you have together. Uh, just telling people that you love them. Uh, you just never know. Uh, you want to make sure that you have no regrets no matter what happens so that you always let the people know that you love them or that you like them or that you want to see them. You know what I mean? So those people that you love and that you care for, make sure you're showing it to them. So do that for me this week, guys. I thank you for checking out the Super Duper Pod. We don't take your lessons lightly. Uh, take care of yourselves and each other. Shout out to my mom. This is the Super Duper Podcast. Real pain, real pain, champagne from you and I. Wait, you a Now that champagne, if you was I, would you be off on this campaign? Is it suicide? If you know that bringing hope here is how careers die. Or do the case stand for kamikaze? For Jay Silent, it's everywhere you can feel them falling. Sugar, lately, I've been up late with what? demons in my basement trying to get me to hate this. What? Life thinking I should be further, and then I choke up. As soon as I got silent, then the truth spoke up. This said, How you know you ain't perfect? Let that soak up and soak in. You know how you know that you're blessed. I woke up, feeling oh my God, feeling myself, no why, cause I, I woke up.